Welcome to another episode of the SNC Podcast. I am Fala Shade Anosie. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome and thank you. Now, just to give you a quick overview about the podcast, what we do is we chat with music producers, singers, songwriters, audio engineers, and music executives about their creative process and the Nigerian music industry at large, sprinkled with some insights from a legal and business perspective. With each interview, our goal is to not only showcase the talented people behind the scenes, but to also dig into the creative, technical, legal, and business aspects of the Nigerian music industry. Okay, so my guest this week is rising Nigerian singer-songwriter, Wilfresh Igodala. Wilfresh is the artist behind the buzzing singles, I Don't Like School, and Love For You. Now, over the next 15 minutes, I talk to Wilfresh about his journey into music, the creative process behind his two songs, and more. For people who may not know you, your name is Will Fresh. Yeah. But your government name is Iwonosa Wilson Igodala. Yeah. Let's start off. How did you come up with the name Will Fresh? Um, I guess, okay, I think the English name, I, I, still, I still remember the day I, I got the name. I was opening the gate for my for my uncle. He was living out the house and I was like, what name will I will you say? Then I used to rap. From the Wilson, I took out the wheel, thinking of something to add to it to make it. I said I'm fresh more and <laughs> you had fresh to it. So you just came up with real fresh? Yeah, that was in 2009. So you're also a singer and a guitarist. Which skill came first? Mm, singing. Singing? Yeah, singing came first. So at the time you were, ra- were writing rhymes, did you, did you know you could sing? Mm, no, because I was never in choir. Or... We used to manage to sing, and, but rapping was, was the main thing then. So I started, I started getting used to singing. And then I started producing. So in order for you to produce, you have to play reading my melodies a lot. So I started singing. So in 2016, I decided to take it serious, like real serious. So I started watching my role models, Chronics, Jamaicans, Bob Marley, all of them. Yeah, so I started picking a lot of ideas, a lot of dynamics from a whole lot of, not just from one person, from a whole lot of artists. It's always nice whenever I talk to people and they talk about how instead of using YouTube to watch craft, they use YouTube to learn a lot. Yeah, the whole knowledge of the world is in, it's on YouTube. So when I was in Benin, I used to play the guitar. I could just play just basic chords. It's not like I, I was really good at the guitar. So one very day, we're playing the guitar outside the house and the guy just passed. We didn't see the guy when he passed, but... Another guy came and I was like, his brother just passed and saw I was playing the guitar. So we told him and he came over to, to meet us and we we're just playing the fourth string. It wasn't complete. So the guy was like, he's a guitarist, like a professional guitarist. And so on a very good day, he, I saw him on the street and he was walking past and I was like, oh, bro, could, could you just help me with 200 naira, please? And I need to send airtime to somebody. I was like, oh, sure. Just give him 200 naira. Knowing that 200 naira was actually the fee I was paying to learn the guitar. So on a, on a very good day, he just came and I was like, hi. See, I'm, I'm still struggling with the guitar. And I was like, I'm put you through. And then started playing the guitar. And I started playing well. So then I started going on YouTube and now. So I started playing well. And why the choice of a guitar as opposed to a drum or say a flute or a trumpet? The guitar is like, it's very spiritual. And it's, very natu- it's, very, it's a very natural instrument. So you don't have to can rehearse any time in any time any day. Is your dad or mom, are they into music? Mm, my dad is late. I never saw him though. Sorry about that. Yeah, so I, I think I was a kid when he traveled out. So... I never got to see him. He died in Germany, yeah. Well, I grew up with my mom till I was like seven. Then I, I started staying with my aunts. So my dad liked, he liked music. He used to, he used to listen to Magic for Shake and all. So I don't know, but I get, and I also like reggae music. So obviously he's, he lives on through you. My mom said he was a friend of Magic for Shake. Anyway, when they were very young, so. Ah, that's really cool. Now, do you play any other instruments? Yeah, I play the keyboard to an extent. I think if you use percentage to rate it, I think I would like 
40 percent in the keyboard or 30 percent in the keyboard but that was actually the first instrument i learned but the guitar definitely a hundred yeah a hundred <laughs> okay so you learned all these different instruments i mean the guitar you started singing at what point did you now say i want to take music professionally right from the very 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 day i recorded my first demo in 2010, my very, my very good friend told me, we went to the studio, and the money was too much. It was almost half our school fees. And then we went to another studio. That was when I met Tony Ross. He doesn't remember that day at all. It was, it was a long time ago. That was when I actually took music very seriously. Like I decided that this was what I was going to do for a long time. Did you start off initially um, trying to release records in Benin, or did you now say, I was going to move to Lagos? No, I, I was already releasing records in Benin. But it was not like the proper promotion, because there was no funds, no. But I was getting featured in albums then. And what was the reception like? Right from the very first day, I already had fans. So when I when I got signed, my record label was like, do you think you want to stick with the name Real Fresh? And I was like, I already know the name Real Fresh. Some of my real friends don't even know my real name. So I already had people support right from the very, 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 very start, yeah. So you are signed to BAMS Entertainment? Yeah. Talk about how that um, signing came to be. Yeah, shout out to my manager, Richard. For for a while, I think for almost a year or a year plus, we've been searching for investors. So he didn't DM like five random people on Instagram. And it was like, I have, I have a business proposal for you. Imagine a young guy telling, I have a business proposal for you. So they were interested and then he sent my songs to, to the guy and the guy was interested. And although he already had interesting music to, to do with record label, but he didn't know how to start. But as he saw my content, he already was already encouraged. And then what made you know they were the right? Right, record label, right? Yeah. Okay, first of all, it was new. Secondly, he, he gave me 100% creative control. He gave me 100% creative control. So all I do is just record songs. They don't tell me what kind of songs to record. Let me do my thing. And then I bring a couple of songs to the table and then they choose they are the ones who choose they let me do my stuff and then bring to the table and then they choose not like they tell me record this kind of song like sounding like this no 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 and then when you were signing your contract obviously you did you have a lawyer read through the contract yeah sure so we're not hearing those by moonlight stories no now you are influenced by artists like asha and brimo yeah and i said magic Fashek and um chronics yeah the chronic there are so many dexter dabs version christopher martin there are plenty of them so how would you if obviously you're still like up and coming and trying to build your brand and build your sound and your identity, but how, if someone should say Wilfresh, how would you define your sound? I'll say urban afro. Let me explain it for you. From the sound, from the drums, afro. From the guitar, you could hear reggae, you could hear some crazy journeys of music. My melodies might not, might not have a Nigerian kind of melody, but my lyrics, I use strict pidgin English, so everybody's able to relate. I don't do it too international, I don't do it too local, so I just try to make it very balanced for everybody. I want to just backtrack a little. When you were in Benin, you said you're coming to Lagos. Did you know anybody in Lagos already? When I came to Lagos, I was I, I came with the strategy of being a producer because singing, nobody wants to send you whether you, you know how to sing. So I had something to offer as a producer, so I was producing for a lot of people free of charge, you know. You like if you hear my song, you know when I said I make four beats for three K and my transport fare is two K. So I wasn't even interested in what amount of amount of money you're gonna give me. So I was just trying to get that interest from everybody as a producer. So I was giving out free beats and all. When I came to Lagos, it wasn't that easy because I actually had the mindset of going back. But when I met Terry G, it was like, Oh, so I did someone someone big. I think it was good I just did everything. Someone from Patakoli was like yeah, in Lagos, right? I have some celebrity contacts. Terry J was part of them, so I, I gave Terry J a, a beat, and it was like, come the next day. So that was that was like second week of coming to Lagos. Now, one thing I told you before I started to interview is that the way you sing your songs is such a very groovy manner, but there is a story behind the song, and that's such an amazing thing. Because a lot of times you hear people, they just, they have a groovy vibe, but there's not substance there. But with yours, it's the other way around. Like it's groovy and then there's substance. So talk to us about how you go about writing songs. Writing a song, you don't just, I don't like to go the regular way of writing songs. I just go around meet my friends. Tell me a story I could learn from 
he'll just tell me a story. So I already summarized the story in my head and get a beat. A groovy beat. It might be a very, very groovy beat that you might expect the normal, regular, but I'll twist the story in a way. Even if you're dancing to the song, you can also put your earpiece on and just listen to the song. Now let's talk about your two singles that you've released. Let's start off with, yes, everybody loves I Know Like School. Let's talk about that. First of all, the sound, I think I was in a spiritual mode when I made the beat. Yeah, Shoelace, it was co-produced by I and my producer Shoelace. Shoelace made the beat and then I played the guitar inside. But I needed a story to, to make the song complete. And the guy was like, um, why don't you just... Instead of thinking about the regular story, why don't you just think about yourself? First of all, it's the worst thing about yourself because I mean, who wants to listen to your story? But when, when you put it in a way that captures the attention of everybody, it's not like I put my whole story, but I summarized it in a way. When, I, when you listen to my songs, like you already know me, even if you never met me before. a great song and everybody talks anybody that i don't like to analyze nobody wants to sing about it <laughs> that's true talk with me about your time in school what that was like for you because you know you said that now music where they test your iq let me get this thing straight to everybody education is even from academics some people get education wrong education is not going to school and learning mathematics that's academics so going to school and socializing and knowing people that's that's education academics is the math and the english you're learning from there but apart from that i think i socialized a lot so Made her a lot of friends who changed my life. I think that's a very that's a very good way of putting it. That there's a difference between academia and education. Because a lot of people they don't go school, they don't go school. They're not they're not really educated. You know. The next song is Love for You. Yes, Love for You, Love for You. I actually didn't like this song actually, but my, my record label boss did. So many people he played this song for like this song, and I know Lysco was actually chosen by me. So he he was like, no, you can't choose two songs straight up. You choose one, I choose one. Why didn't you like Love For You? Because I played the guitar, my, my producer Shoelace made the beat. Tried to record the first day, it didn't work. And I just left it. Came back the next three days, tried to record, it didn't work. And the very last time, I just tried it 30 minutes and recorded the full song. The song stressed me when I was recording, so I didn't really feel like it's... Because when it comes straight, in hand, as It's mm, more enjoyable. Make a go far, far away. Even if they put love on my head, so make a let go. 
Send me never go anywhere, yeah Shawty, your body me want, please, baby, come Close, I make you come tease me Cause your body not my heart desire And your body not fire Shawty, you the one for me Baby, make you know the dummy If I tell you, say I miss you Baby, make you, they believe me Yeah, 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 Talk to me Say now your loving too short for me Say if you need my loving, make you call on me Say I get to love plenty, yeah. I got love for you, love for you, non-stop Love for you, love for you, non-stop Girl, I swear now you be my last buster Anytime you leave, say my heart feels stuck I got love for you I want to ask, as an artist, how do you go about ensuring that you hone your stagecraft? Um, there's this procedure I use. You see some artists just come in and start jumping up and down the stage. Nobody's feeling you yet. Relax down. Though when they start feeling you, you can jump up and down. When I, when I start performing, I start slow. When I notice everybody's up already, then, then, I, then I follow the crowd off. So it's not, I don't like embarrassing myself and just start jumping up and down. When you have, when you have great role models, if you really want to be like, like this, your role models, when you watch their videos, you will definitely know you've not gotten to the level. So try to set a goal for yourself. Also this year, do you, are you looking forward to partnering with Tony? I've learned a whole lot from Tony. He's the greatest guy. Selfless, very selfless. He doesn't try to force his opinions on you. He gives you good advice. So whether you, if you like to take it, if you like, don't take it. His lifestyle already, he doesn't have to tell you anything. His lifestyle already is a lesson for you. So And one, one thing, Tony Ross was the first person who actually featured me and got me on TV. And that was the song um, Overdue. How exciting was that? That was my first time of shooting the video and getting on TV. Okay, so let's go on to the fun random questions. Are you ready? Yeah. First question. What do you think is the secret to a long life? Long life? I think being selfless and having a free mind. Free mind. I think free mind makes you grow younger. Having a free mind. It's like you don't have any growth with anybody. Okay. Free mind and what was the other one? Being selfless. Being selfless. Okay, I'll try and apply that to my life. <laughs> Second question is, growing up, when you were growing up, what virtue or character did you see in your mom that you, I guess, you hoped to emulate when you got older? She doesn't have a favorite. She doesn't segregate. Third question is, how do if you have a broken heart, how do you go about healing your broken heart? Um, <laughs> you write about it as a songwriter. <laughs> First of all, that's already a storyline for me. I, I take my money off everything when I'm playing the guitar. So in the space of a day, I'm forgetting about it. Are you serious? I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> now, my final question is, it's kind of still tied to being the relationship. When you are dating someone, are you the one who always breaks the heart or are you the one that they're breaking the heart? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I've never broken any girl's heart before. Uh, story. No, I'm serious. I, I let you break your heart by yourself. The SNC podcast is produced by Fola Shade Anozier and Tommy Wafaomi. To ensure that you do not miss out on subsequent episodes, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Mixcloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's T-H-E-S-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We are also active on Twitter and Instagram at the same name. Alternatively, I am on Twitter at Shade Nonconform. Till next week, cheers. <laughs>